We want you to enjoy this, but you won't. If you went to court for libel for something that later there was evidence presented that it was true, but you definitely didn't know it was true when you said it. Well, I think if you didn't say that in court, um, and the thing that you had alleged happened before you had alleged it, I don't think it's okay. about whether you know it's true. Believe it to be. Yeah, I don't think it's about whether you believe. No, it no to be because true that is not. a defence. A, def- a legal defence is true. you genuinely believed it to be true to be a defence in libel. But as long as you don't admit that in court, and the thing that you're accusing them of happened before you made the statement like if you say if you said that you know philip schofield was shagging a runner and then that happened afterwards because he was inspired by what you said then Mm. i don't think that would be a good libel defense but if you said it before if you said after he'd done it you just didn't know for certain at the time then as long as you keep sturm you'd be all right yeah but but like absolute truth is also a defense so if i said like graham had fucked a pig like mm -hmm. in certain me believing absolutely he hadn't and Graham sued me, and then it turned out that, like, five years ago, he had, in fact, fucked a pig. Yeah, then you... Turned. That is true. Yeah. So what if what if we could prove that you knew, but that you didn't believe it was true when you said I'd fucked a pig? So I think it depends. Fine. It depends on the jurisdiction. I think in the UK, you'd still, you'd still get away with it. There are certain places where um, malice is a big factor. If you knowingly... Yeah. You knowingly lie, even if it's subsequently well, no, turns out to be true. But you, but 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 incorrectly, incorrectly thinking something's false and saying yeah, it. So, if, if so you think Dan, you're lying, but you turn out you're not. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you so still said, because, right, because the thing is, I to pig, and then he confides in you that he knew I hadn't, but he was going to say it anyway on the news. Yeah. Then yeah. I could sue him for libel, said, even well, if is... I had fucked a pig, because yeah. he had said he had admitted that he didn't know for a fact. That yeah, I had. you might you might find that it's not libel, but he has still defamed you by mm. knowingly, yeah. like knowingly, you know, even though it happened to be true, he didn't know that, and he was at setting out to destroy your otherwise spotless reputation. I mean, I don't think I have fucked a pig, so I guess it's academic. I wonder if that matters, if if whether you or not you've believed you fucked the pig, and if it turns out that, like, you were blind drunk or something, or that, like, Chris had impaled you when you were high. Um, hmm. on well, that still, like, then that still makes the thing true, so... Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to... You don't have to have done it willingly for it to be true. Well, true, true. So, yeah. You'd still, um, be, you'd still be good on that front. So stay away from the pigs then, Graham. Um, yeah, I don't find pigs that attractive. So Fair I think we'll be okay. Well, how is There's everybody? A... It's been a while. Yeah, not bad. Uh, so, you know, sort of less generally dreadful than often. So sort of nice. Weird. Nice when that happens, isn't it? I've had one of those weeks where lots of well, last week where lots of things at work went like not wrong, but definitely not right either. And none of them were my fault, but it is very annoying because it generates more work. Yeah, it's and almost I, it's almost worse than when it is your fault because at least yes. then you've got some ownership in it. Mm, yeah, I think it's more likely they were your fault. It's possible, but I don't think so. 
not an obvious chain of evidence leading back to you as usual. No, I mean the the risk for me is obviously I um, one of them was a meeting that I needed to get something out of, and the people I was meeting with just wouldn't say yes. Uh, but I recorded it because I didn't want to take notes, so I've got like video evidence of what I said and what they said, and I think what they said is what I think they said, but I'm well aware of how my brain works. <laughs> Did you tell them that you were videoing them? Yes. Ah, so it's admissible in court then. That's yes. Good. Although obviously the bit where I told them that I was, or asked them to video them, I hadn't didn't video them because I hadn't asked them if I could. So oh no, that's a rookie error. Yeah. Um, yes. it, if it was on Teams, it's fine because it does that for you. That's true, and it was on Teams, so I'm fine. Yeah. Did you at any point say, for the benefit of the tape, Mister Pierce is nodding? No, and I should have done. Uh, oh, yeah. it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. Have you started a new job yet, Chris? Uh, no, I've not started it yet. I start it next week and I already hate it. It's just unrelentingly <laughs> dreadful. New, new record for you, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it is, though. <laughs> like, he's hated his new job before he's quit his previous one in other t- times. It's just... Um... <sighs> I think it will be less bad once I'm not also trying to do my current job at the same time. That seems reasonable. Yeah. I, I think the idea, oh, well, you'll have a three-week handover, and you think, oh, well, that's, that's good. But they're expecting me to be engaged in that doing at your the same old time job. as trying to sort out my old job. And in fairness, perhaps I should just give less of a shit about the current role. Are you not yeah, doing a handover to your replacement? Uh, yeah, of sorts. Yeah. Well, it'll be tomorrow. I'll just say I've had a fed up with all this shit. Here you are. This is the handover. Here you are. It's a mess. Congratulations. And complain to your boss about it because I'm your boss now. <laughs> I don't care. I never want to hear from you again after today. Yeah. I'm doing an induction for someone, right? And we have this induction checklist. But mm. there's lots of stuff on this induction checklist that I don't know anything about because I'm not a permanent member of staff. Ah. So I haven't been through this induction process. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so like it, it says, uh, um, make sure you tell them how to check their pay slips. So I said, well, do you know how to check your pay slips? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, I don't know how you check your pay slips. How do you do that? And they said, it's on this computer system. I said, yeah, they didn't let me have access to that yet. So, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're having a lot of fun. Um, I, I, As I was saying in Discord earlier, I have been doing this job now since mid-February, and I'm mm. just completely mentally checked out. Um, I, I realized that, I really hate working in big companies because mm. the 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 process drives me insane because I, I can't do any work. Like I can do like an hour of work a day and the rest of my time is spent waiting for people in other teams to do things, but they won't do them because they don't care because doing my request for me doesn't meet any of their performance metrics or make them look good. So all they're interested in is their own projects. So you have to constantly nag people to do things. You can't do anything through the like official proper processes because that will take you like a year. 
So it's all done through favors and nothing ever gets done. So you just spend most of your time sitting around waiting for other people to do things for you. And it's really depressing. So I'm going to try and get out as soon as I can. I did. I, I foolishly committed to doing six months. Um, so but that's, that's not got much longer to wait. And good news is sort of that I'm now going to have to take at least a week off after my bum up. So I'll, you know, help with that a bit. Um, possibly more. We'll have to see. Um, I just got this email back from the doctor saying like, uh, yeah, it'll be like two weeks before you can resume light duties, whatever that means. Um, oh, is that specifically light bum duties? Well, this is what wasn't clear. Yeah. Um, and then apparently four weeks before I can do heavy lifting or exercise, which is fine because I don't do those anyway. With your bum. Yes. Um, it sounds like they're going to do quite a lot of stuff to your bum. Well, no, they're going to do very little stuff to my bum, but problem is like it's it's quite a key area um, it, especially when you're in a sedentary job yeah um so i think I maybe you and chris could do a job swap i i, I mean uh, i don't feel like what chris does could be categorized as light duties i mean he has to talk to well, not specifically the one thing but i was thinking more the sort of mentally being checked out oh we're all mentally checked out oh yeah well we could all do a job swap all three of us four of us we could Actually, Adam, of... can you photocopy your um like bum um, sign off um, certificate so i can like, oh. submit it to work <laughs> i was gonna say you, you do not want a photocopy of that so we all we all say oh we can't we can't come in for work for two weeks and they'll say why and we'll produce this thing with with like really photocopy of, <laughs> photocopy of my ass text out and, and our name written in but then when they challenge it you would say look that's fine i'll show you the video of of when they went up there and say no it's fine you can you can have it off it's fine well no the problem is like all of the people i work with know all of the people that do the bum camera surgery thing in london so yeah you'd say you went private so you wouldn't wouldn't trust any of them to be rooting around up there well i'd have to say i went to birmingham for some reason yeah. Say so it's, yeah. it's like um it's like when people want new new hair and teeth they go to Turkey. Yeah, people want oh, a new fair. bum they go to Birmingham. <laughs> it's very well known. You would just you say you were visiting a friend in Birmingham and he told you about his bum doctor. <laughs> you thought, well, while I'm here, I'm going to get myself checked, and it was an absolute casserole down there. Yeah. So I've I've got like three days off in the 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 week it's happening, which is like next week. Um, because this is the NHS, so it's like you've got a choice. You can have you can have the procedure next week or in four years' time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I'm basically going to take the, the week after off, and then we'll see how how it's feeling um, as to whether I take any more time off or not. But at least it's. I uh, reckon you could. Um do some stuff on a computer in a way that didn't really, really Impact challenge bum. your bum. Well, the problem is it's the sitting. It's the problem. Can you lie on a bed with the laptop? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not very comfy. And also, why would I, like, willingly work when I've got an opportunity legitimately to say the doctor has said I shouldn't be working? 100%. 100%. Like, you could even fake some complications and just... 
Like, I don't like. I, well, yeah, but I don't have to get into too much detail with him about what's going on. Um, no, 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 no. You you missed the point, Adam. It's butt stuff. Like you can like graphically describe the sort of blood leaking out of your ass and you know the state of your hemorrhoids and stuff, and they will cut that meeting short in a second. They're very squeamish about bum stuff, don't they? Yeah. Um, but in any case, like I don't, I, I even if if I cared about this job even slightly, then maybe I would do it. But I don't, and so I'm going to yeah. take the opportunity to have a week off, catch up on some TV. Um, but also, in further me health news, I uh, I had my "You are old now, you must come in, and we will tell you that you are old" checkup uh, last week. Well, so I haven't had mine. I, well, I, I just got out of the blue, like couple of weeks ago and so i was like okay well i'll go in so I went in um the appointment was for uh 11 o'clock and i went in at quarter to 12 Oof. um so that was good practically on time for- yeah um and then the nurse asked me a bunch of questions about my lifestyle um weirdly they didn't ask many questions about drug use what about which, your which i thought would have been you know just standard um and then they didn't ask me about my bum. Um, and they, they stole some of my blood and then sent me home. Um, and I got the results today. Yeah. Um, which is that my BMI is fine. My blood pressure is fine. Um, my, I'm not diabetic. And my cholesterol is too high. Yeah, could be worse. Which is, like, I assume just the default for anyone in the middle age. Yeah. Did they give you uh, your life expectancy? Uh, they didn't, unfortunately. Um, they did say that I needed to have a, a, an appointment with the nurse to uh, discuss my uh, lifestyle and uh, improve it so that I don't oh. have cholesterol. I think the nurse fancied you. That is quite possible. It's yeah. understandable, really. Um, mm. But in any case, I'll have to do that, and then they can tell me that I'm eating too much cake or something. I don't know. I'm not actually clear, really, on of why my cholesterol is too high. Um, I don't don't really have any desire to know anything about it. See, cholesterol is just one of those words that is sort of a thing that happens to somebody else. Yeah, yeah I, I don't really know what it does or what why it's a problem, and I assume mine is fine. I my view is it's probably best not to know. Yeah, I mean, it's no good can come from knowing anything about yeah. your cholesterol. Yeah, no, I've never really benefited from knowledge in my life. Like blissful ignorance has always been much better. I am. Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't extend that to all knowledge. It just makes me anxious. Yeah, all knowledge. Yeah, Gen- generally, when I find out something new, I become anxious about it, and. It's just a lot of bother. Yeah, no, that's, but some new things, was, like here's a here's a really good way to make a tasty cake. Oh no, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, I maybe maybe some knowledge is fine. Baking um, knowledge. I've definitely on the side of too much. Yeah, yeah. So, guess, so I'm I'm quite glad that I'm broadly fine because I would have assumed that like everything would have been catastrophic. Um, I mean, it, it does call into question the veracity of the results, doesn't it? Well, like, my BMI is obviously not going to be over the normal reach, 
but like I mean, assume that it, it could be under, but it's not. And the advice kind of bollocks anyway. Um, Why do you assume it could be under? Because I've like I've always been relatively been underweight for my height. What's your BMI? Twenty two. Interesting. What's your percentage of body fat? Oh, I'm, they didn't like put me in a tank and oh. figure out or anything. It's disappointing. Did they make you do a bleep test? No, which I assume they would. Like, like I said, I, I assume they didn't make me do that. I assume they'd ask about my uh, my drug taking. Um, yeah. I, I assume drug taking and sex life, but they didn't ask about it either. So maybe they just, just looked at you and thought, nah. Well, yeah, yeah that's sex fair. and drugs for this guy. Um, they didn't ask me about. They asked, yeah, they asked about booze and smoking. Okay. Um, but no sex, drug, or rock and roll. Uh, I guess if they ask about sex and drugs, then there might be a drain on the resources for having to help people with stuff, and it's just it's well, similar they, to yeah, that, but, it's safer not to a no. Yeah, but they did foolishly ask about mental health as well, so... And did you say, uh, I live in England in 2023, how the fuck do you think it is? I mean, I was a little more subtle, than that, but basically, yes. Mm. Uh, I've got lower BMI so, than you. Well, just done. checked. Just checked. I've got lower BMI. What? What's yours? Uh, well, today it was twenty-one and a half. Okay. Probably it was twenty-one point one before before my my weekend binge. What were you binging on? Uh, food. DMT. Classic. Yeah. yeah. So I am I am seventy five point two kilograms. How do you know kilograms in from pounds? You plug uh, it into I don't know. I'm just looking at the oh, word the document they sent me that has the amount of kilograms that I was when they weighed me. Phone only knows my uh, weight. Although it's not an accurate pounds. weight because they wouldn't let me strip off. <laughs> yeah, mine so. is uh, for for clarity. Mine is fully nude. <laughs> yeah, you see, mine had mine. Had, I had shoes and trousers on, so you know that that really throws it out. Um, I'd say I convinced my phone to do weight in stone and pounds instead of just in pounds, but now that means I can't do a conversion. Maybe Google. I um, no. like is my my class my my. Perpetual problem is no matter how much weight I put on or lose, my uh, waist is always an odd number of inches, and therefore my trousers never fit properly. Um, but I am now like, well, whatever seventy-five kilograms is, which is relatively healthy weight as opposed to like ten and a half stone I was when I was at uni. Mm. Well, I have to be really was underweight. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen again, unless yeah, I end up like malnourished uh, or something. The NHS BMI calculator wants to know what my ethnic group is. Yeah, because it makes a difference. Right, that can affect it. Yeah. Uh, it so what was your BMI, the Adam? advice that they give. 22.2. And yours, with Chris, was? 21.5. Uh, I'm the least healthy. I'm 23.4. 23.4. Uh, well, you're not unhealthy until you hit 25. Yeah, it's fine. But... What's yours, Dan? I need to feel better about myself. My BMI. Yeah. Um, uh, 40,000. Probably is about 40 at the moment. Um, do, 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 BMI. Bertie is obese, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm obese. 
This is a shit measure. Yeah. Um, and then my blood pressure was 126 over 85, but blood pressure is always a stupid thing to measure when you're at the doctor's because your blood pressure is high because well, they horny. are. Yes. Um, and also poking you and making you answer stupid questions. Um, mm. But apparently yeah. I'm still well below the threshold. It's not as bad as I Wait, thought. It's only 31.1. Hey? My BMI is 31.1. Oh, I think it's 21.1. Oh, that would have been astonishing, wouldn't it? He's just yeah. muscle. And uh, oh, yeah, sorry, my, worse, uh, my diabetes score is low. Um, oh, you don't so want low good. diabetes. That's the, that's the worst kind of diabetes. But you want at least like like 12 diabetes. That's one of the better ones. <laughs> um, and then my cardiovascular disease risk score is 2.1%. 2.1%? Yeah, I've no idea what the percentage is because they don't give you any context. Oh. They just say that more than 10% is bad. Oh, God. I mean, I I've got to say... I'm that's surprisingly low based on what I know about how active you are. I'm actually surprisingly active. If you don't leave the house, you can't have a heart attack. That's just <laughs> science. <laughs> I have to, I, I take Charlotte to school every morning and I go for a walk every lunchtime. So I am actually getting out and doing exercise, even if it's not like exercise, exercise, where I go to a gym and have a man shout at me about how shit I am. Don't forget all that shagging. That's good exercise. It is. Um, so I'm actually, Adam. I'm actually not not as unfit as I thought, and all the drugs <laughs> really helps yeah, yeah. with fitness. Um, I mean, when I had my um, my rock bottom moment, uh, I got so many uh, heart points on my phone. That day <laughs> because that's probably the best cardiovascular workout I've had for years. So, Some might say too good a cardiovascular workout. Every cloud, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's kill or cure, isn't it? It's like I mean, it was it was very much a sort of destruction test. <laughs> sort of, but as much like, through it as you can. It's like when um, when you go to the garage and you say that your your car's not not um, turning over right, and they just sit there and they just just rev it as yeah. hard as they can. Well, they drive us at 150 miles an hour on a dyno. Break, yeah. And then the engine bursts into flames. Yeah, but you know, I now know. Essentially, I have proven that I'm indestructible because if I didn't die at that point, I don't think there's anything that can kill me. Mm. I think that's the kind of uh, attitude I should take into all my future activities. I think. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of health, I just need to go and get some hydration quickly. I'll be back in a sec. It means a drink. Yeah. I quite like a little bar of chocolate. Uh, is that because you're diabetic? Uh, no, it's because I like chocolate. Oh, okay. But only when pronounced like that. So your, um, your, your bum illness is um, precluding you from last summer. It is. Sad. Yeah, another lash events that you're going to miss because of disease. No, it's shit. Um, but I am hoping that following this, I won't have any other reasons to be ill ever again. You kind of got them all out of your system, haven't you? Well, exactly. 
Um, that is the theory. And then uh, I can be healthy for the rest of my life. So on last summer, uh, we are going stand-up paddleboarding. And Chris, you... Is that like paddleboarding, but you have to tell jokes while you're doing it? <laughs> That's right, yeah. And this is a thing that... Um, Chris, you're into now, isn't it? You've you've been in yeah. the sea with a little standing up paddleboard. It, it's, I've had more fun on the river, right? But I've I've done it a few times, uh, and I've now have bought some paddleboards, and I've bought sort of um, towards the cheaper end, but not the cheapest, and they work absolutely fine. They're great. You fun. get second cheapest, like you're ordering a bottle of wine. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. That's kind of the the what I went for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could easily spend. You could easily spend more than my car is worth on paddle boards, and I quite. I could easily have spend more than your car is worth on a night out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's great fun. You don't well, have tell to. Tell me all about up. this. Uh... You can sit down, you can go cross-legged, you can kneel, or you can stand. Okay, that's a lot of options. You could probably lie down. That's nice. You could Have a snooze. Uh, you could just fall in and use it like a big paddle, like one of those. Um, what is it when you when you learn to swim, and you hold on to a big lump of foam? Uh, like uh, one of the there's a rectangular floats, float, or you sort of like a like a noodle. Uh, a float. That's that's what I was thinking of. One that you like. All the children have for some reason been eating. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to guess what's so, in some um, chutney today? Probably not. Have you got another chutney to to test us against? No, but I bought some marmite this week. Right. And I think Marmite was relatively expensive compared to Branston Pickle, but then it is much more concentrated flavour. Mm. So I it's think a much more complex process. Overall, to, it might be. Yeah, not if you use, use it like I do. I mean, there's less in it. Gets rid well, of I get through a jar of Marmite in like two weeks. Here's the thing, though. Have you ever tried um, store brand Marmite? No, I'm not insane. I don't think I would ever it do is that. awful. Yeah. Do you know what else is awful? Vegemite. Uh, yes. I think that's all right. It's definitely less good, but it's not unpleasant. It's too, you know it's too bitter. But you know like, what is excellent? Marmite XO. What's Marmite XO? It's like double Marmite. Oh, God. It's like, it, it's uh, the XO stands for extra old. It's basically like fermented Marmite that oh, is like okay. twice. It, it's really good. It's, it's what you basically have to like escalate to once you've built up a sufficient tolerance for normal Marmite. I have, many jars yeasty I have many jars of it in my cupboard because I get through it so fast. I think I've got the same jar of Marmite in my cupboard that I moved into this house with. So the, the controversial Marmite products I have in my house are um, posh Marmite, by which I mean Marmite with a hint of truffle, which oh, I can't really tell the difference. Um, You're the worst but I'm person I've ever met. Well, because got... Marmite, Marmite with a hint of anything is going to be completely impossible to detect. 
Oh, yes, exactly. Um, but I needed it for a recipe that involves both Marmite and truffle, and I was fucked if I was paying for truffle, so, yeah. Um, and I also have Bovril, which I really like. But What possible recipe could call for Marmite and truffle? Um, so, you know Parks and Rec? Uh, yes. You remember the episode with the burger cook-off? Vaguely. So someone recreated or reverse engineered the recipe for Chris Traeger's turkey burger in the burger cook-off, and it involves both Marmite and truffle. That seems really unlikely. Especially considering that Marmite basically doesn't exist in America. Yeah. I think you've been had. No. I find that most uh, like Marmite-infused produce is not very nice. Because it doesn't taste like Marmite or the original thing that it's supposed to taste like. Mm. Marmite cashew nuts are pretty good. Yeah, but they don't—they don't taste Marmite. I mean, they're all right. They're one of the ones. They're one of the ones that's less unpleasant. I do think Marmite chocolate's horrible. The Marmite cashews are never as nice after the first time you've had them. First time you had them, Mm. wow, it's amazing. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Actually, straight away you just think, oh, these are just okay. Yeah. I think it's Adam's point. You get acclimated to the Marmite and have to either walk away or become completely addicted to ever stronger no, I just like, Marmite varieties. Like, you, you, if you ever go somewhere, like, you know, you say, I'll, I'll you know, toast the Marmite and you get like this sort of thing. It's just got like very, very kind of light spots of Marmite kind of dotted around the toast. You're like, mm. no, like, no, you want, if you can see the toast, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Seven and open jars of Marmite. So. Good, because otherwise I'm going to run out. <laughs> you could. Um, I thought have I'd those wedding flavors for um for for Marmite XO then, and it was, a, it was a voiceover. <laughs> anyway, I highly recommend it. I think um, Marmite XO on some really mature cheddar would be great. It is excellent. Um, it will also like incapacitate your mouth for several hours, but it's a price well, that's worth paying. Most of the do that. Now, Adam. When I oh, used to go on be... um, really long runs, this was like 10 years ago when I was mm. training for my marathon. I used to, to a snack I really liked afterwards because I was dehydrated and I'd lost lots of salts, but also I was hungry and I wanted sugar and things, was I'd make a peanut butter and jam and Marmite sandwich. And that was Christ. superb. But you have that to is... you have to need you have to need a lot of calories and need lots of B twelve. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, think that's one of those things that's only delicious in the context of being absolutely shattered. Yeah. It has, of course, occurred to me that the one big downside of all of this is that I am inevitably going to have to um, take the, the purging the purging fluid again before my, yeah. uh, my op, and I am not looking forward to that at all. It was absolutely horrendous experience. Yeah. If you have enough of your Marmite XO, you probably just do that. I think Marmite XO would almost be bad because it's very dark and it sticks to things. Like it's all, it's yeah, you up. No, you see, it's one of those weird things where it is absolutely worse going in than it is coming out. Not the Marmite, I think the, 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 
purge oh. purge material. Okay, but also the marmite. Yes, um, but it is it is honestly one of the most unpleasant things that I have done, and it's purely because of just the, the actual experience of drinking it. And I've drunk aftershock. Now, Chris, you, as I understand it, have access to a pharmacist. Uh, yes. Would and will keep will protect our identity for the tape. Um, but do you think she would be willing to uh, go against the um, oh, what's the Geneva the Convention? <laughs> Not quite that far, <laughs> but what's the the thing that they well, do? I know the what, 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 what you mean. Code. Uh, you mean the Hippocratic Oath? Yeah. Yes. Would she be willing to overlook the Hippocratic Oath sort of on the basis of banter? I think, she'd be, I think she would be fine and with harming you, Graham. Not me, but it is Adam Snagdo next month, isn't it? And she could get some. She could get hold of some of this uh, flush, flush you out, you like. <laughs> Graham, and, they sound uh, like over the counter. Yeah, not like they do not a pharmacist necessarily. Okay. Yeah, but they don't they don't sell over the counter because it, the results would be catastrophic. But I think that would be a really good stag prank, wouldn't it? <laughs> In the place with one toilet, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we give it to everybody. <laughs> no, just Sadly, you would smell it coming a mile away. It turns your stomach. Said Adam. <laughs> yeah, I think no, it would be uh, I, definitely not in the place with one toilet. It would be okay. I mean, you're going um, interventions. Where, what about um, we just sort of drip it into your pints on a night out, and then you can get it all out of your system before we get back to the place with one toilet. I don't think there is any way that you could surreptitiously get it in somebody's drink. Not unless they were already really very, very drunk. Soak your kebab in it. <laughs> I mean, actually, like, apart from the whole, like, just catastrophic diarrhea, like, it's mm. probably quite good as, like, a hangover thing because it's full of salts, right? Because it's, it's designed to stop you from, you know, your entire body from going into shock because everything's been purged out of you by replenishing some of the salts that it, it, you lose, which is one of the things you're supposed to do after, you know, when you've got a hangover, um, mm. when you've been drinking heavily, is, is make sure that you uh, you keep your salts up. So I mean, uh, as, a, as a marketing campaign, it's not the best, is it? <laughs> But I don't think it's really, their target, it's really their target market, but... Mm. But yeah, it's um, it's not pleasant. And the worst part is, so last time I had to do it, like, just before bed and then first thing in the morning. But this time I'm going to have to do it, like, at lunchtime oh. and then just before bed because it's a morning appointment. So I've then got to somehow find a way of sleeping having not eaten for like 12 hours and gone through 12 hours of uh, horrifying purging. Mm. Oh, that does sound unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And then general anesthetic. Yeah. Well, at least you won't be awake for any of it then. No, I won't. Like, I won't feel... It's like I'll feel refreshed afterwards. No, true. But... No, oh, we'll see. 
You'll probably get some interesting painkillers afterwards, at least. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'll be thinking about your uh, your your bum and your um, how painful it is for you to sit down while I'm splashing around on the Avon uh, before I go on a big lash. Uh, try not to contract anything from the river. <laughs> it sounds like you uh, might be on contracting things from a river. Isn't Britain wonderful these days? Mm. At the very least, try not to contribute to the state of the river. Well, that's why we've decided you can't come. Because <laughs> just in case there's any of that stuff still in your system. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't want to get the Environment Agency on our backs. Not that they care about anything these days, but you know. I don't think there is one anymore, is there? Probably not. Probably not. Imagine it's the kind of thing where if you like accidentally wash it down the drain, you just like cause catastrophic environmental consequences. Yeah. I think um, they just decided that environmental agency isn't really a luxury we can afford in this country anymore. No, it was very expensive, and they weren't actually doing anything anyway, so... Yeah. yeah. Problem solved. Depressing. Oh, no, um, but that's that's reality for you. Yeah. Very disappointing. Um, uh, but you know, at least like I said, at least I'm going to get a week off work. Yeah, a week off work is is a nice thing. And I can. Uh, but Dan, yeah, it sounds like you had a uh, a fun time. Getting home tonight. What what happened? Some woman made you miss a train. Yes, she just failed to. She was walking on the right hand side of the escalator and didn't move with sufficient haste. And thus, I literally had that thing where, like, you go to get on the train and the doors shut in front of you. And I was very angry. <gasps> you had a sliding doors moment. Yeah, but she breached the London social contract, and like, it's just rude. Wonder what happened. To, I wonder what other Dan is doing right now. He probably got stabbed on the way home. Yeah. You, you probably, you, that, that woman could have saved your life. You might have met um, John Hanna and he might have chatted you up by talking about Monty Python. It's the last thing. Oh, he, he, cool. mm. he was quite charming in that film, I guess. It would be a good excuse to, for missing the podcast. Mm, I'm not sure you'd have accepted it. I feel like, I feel like. Yeah, you know, of all the excuses that you you know could have provided for not attending, shagging John Hannah would be up there as like one of the better ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you think we could um, deploy our excellent skills of um, ad libbing and improvisation and do a sort of three bean salad type skit? And uh, sort of go off in some wonderful tangents and make something really funny about what what is happening to. Well, you're Dan Prime, so no, you must be alternate Dan, because Dan Prime would have made it onto the train. Yeah. That was the original plan, wasn't it? So what, what do we think's happened in Dan Prime's evening? Well, we've established he got stabbed, and he's bleeding, he out, on a, bleeding out on a tube platform somewhere, right, as we speak. It's quite a short film, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's but that's it's fine. fine. Like, you know, you've told your story, and... Cautionary you know, tale. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those pieces of experimental cinema where, like, it's a, you know, it's not a full feature film. It's one of those, like, 15-minute jobs you make to sort of demonstrate your strengths as an auteur. 
Well, it's like that. Mm. Um, it's like the um, was it? I think it was Far Cry Four where they they did the thing where like if you at the start of the game like there's just this bit where the the villain just kind of like gives you the opportunity to just like walk away and you can just ends the game immediately. Yeah. I think a lot cool. of computer games would be would benefit from that. What's being over in fifteen minutes? Yeah, just being given the option to just not do it. Yeah, it's just like it's it like really, this, there's some like world-ending cataclysm. It's like yeah, but it's not really my problem, is it? Yeah, yeah. what I think would be good is if you if you if you take that option that it just says right, it's game over. You can't replay. You can't go back. You've made your choice. Yeah, we've got your money. Fuck you. People have done that occasionally. There's a few people that have done that kind of experimental game where, like, if you once you die, it just deletes the game off your PC, which I think is uh, you know. As long as you, as long as you like, go in with your eyes open, I think that's absolutely fine. I think that's fair. Maybe, I don't think we'd have um, to, as long as we charge full price for it in the cinema, I think it would be uh, excellent. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of thing that you wouldn't like show in the cinema. You do it as like a gorilla thing and like just burst into a pub, lock the doors, and play it on the pub big screen, and, like force people to watch your film as an act of violence. You've put a lot of thought into this, Dan. I have put precisely zero thought into this. I didn't know what was going to come out of my mouth when I started speaking. I just vibed with it. Or what have you. Okay, so uh, turns out that Dan Prime got himself arrested after breaking into a pub <laughs> and forcing them to watch his amateur film. The amateur no, amateur found footage film of myself being stabbed, which I recorded from my phone while it was happening, and I burst into the pub while strip it, still still dripping blood, forced people to watch it. Passed out on the floor. Yeah. I and mean, I, you'd, think you'd, you'd probably get some coverage in the paper. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think I'd be an underground film sensation. Like, no one would ever employ me, but, like, Quentin well, no, Tarantino... You'd, you'd, you'd be dead, and... It would certainly mean there'd be no sequel. Yeah. You would probably win Can. Yeah. Not not Can Can, but like one of the minor awards in Can. Sorry, I meant Cans. Yeah. But if you could if you could like leave those proceeds to us in your will. Yeah, I'd have to actually proceeds left to me in a will. Mm. I'm happy to uh, spend the night in a haunted house if that's one of the conditions you'd like to put in. As well, well, I feel now you've told me that that's what you want. I, um, I'm, I'm not really inclined to do that. Maybe like nice in a sewage processing plant. Maybe or... one of the conditions is that at no point in my life am I allowed to spend a night in a haunted house. Yeah, that's a good. Point. If if I ever do that, I have to give the money back. Unless you've just cleverly reverse psychologyed me, in which case that'd be upsetting. But I alternate between thinking that spending a night in a haunted house would be really exciting and also. Mm really awful and yeah. terrifying because it i mean ghosts aren't real obviously but they are very frightening yeah so it's very difficult to kind of know exactly what my position is on this yes. i feel like with enough enough planning you could like have some scooby-doo style hijinks where you spend most of the time like running through the corridors going into in one door and out another yeah, maybe hiding in a suit of armour. I would just pull the ghost's mask off and find out it was the fairground owner. 
That's how that's how you defeat ghosts. Yeah. And they've got no comeback on that. I feel like the problem is sometimes the fairground owner is going to be like, yeah, I do legally own the fairground. You're trespassing on my private property. I'm going to have you arrested. Um, I, I think in those situations, they don't really need to put a sheet over their head and pretend to be a ghost. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's the actions of somebody that doesn't, isn't in the right and doesn't have any uh, power over you normally. Um, Can I inter- interrupt this for some breaking news that's both very sad and very funny? The putative fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg has been called off. Oh, yeah, Elon Elon Musk's mum said he couldn't do it. Yes. Oh, because he's a little pussy boy. I think think the entire. Ostensibly, his mum said he couldn't do it, and definitely he didn't go to his mum and say, Mum, can you please tell them I can't fight Mark Zuckerberg? Imagine being scared of Mark Zuckerberg. That's. I don't think you can recover from that, can you? No. I think. I mean, that I think we've weirdly could be the thing that actually finishes him off. Well, I mean, what, he's, he's going to lose all the alt right um, dick boys with that, isn't he? But like, he he has like, for a supposed clever billionaire, like he's had his wife stolen by literally a trans like traitor criminal person he's had his daughter disown him um would, like, you would. It, could could we go back a second to what you just said that i don't understand at all so he was married to some pop star called grimes right yes grimes divorced him and then hooked up with chelsea manning the uh, trans woman who oh, right. released all of the um, yeah, uh, yeah. what's it files, WikiLeaks or whatever. WikiLeaks, yes. Which is definitely not in any way why he has suddenly turned into a massive transphobe. Yes, right. Can, okay. Despite the fact that if you go back and look through like his previous statements before he split up with Grimes, he was all like, "Let people be who they want to be." Yes, but not like uh, that. But not like that. Not with my so wife. I wonder if he's about to become the world's most annoying anti-violence advocate. Well, and also you have to bear in mind that his daughter, who has disowned him and changed her name legally from uh, Musk, is also trans. So Hang on, it, isn't his daughter like four years old or something? Well, no, he's got he's got many daughters. Oh. Uh, well, he's got many kids. He's got like seven kids or something from his previous relationships. It gets worse every time I hear something about him. But the, the most recent one is the one that he had with, I think, is the one that he had with Grimes... No, they had two with Grimes. One of the ones was the one that had like the mad name. Yes. Um, but then, yeah, he's got like seven kids or something like that. Um, so he's uh, he's been working his way around. But yeah, he's he's obviously completely insane. But the fact that his mum has said he can't fight has tragically deprived us of the possibility of Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk both giving each other serious brain damage and taking them out of the public sphere for good. I don't. I don't know how we'd have been able to tell if either of them got serious brain damage. Because my feeling is that Mark Zuckerberg is probably technically quite good at fighting, but I think as soon as he was hit in the face, he would start crying. Mm. Yeah, and he did. I think he did lose like the judo competition that he entered recently. Judo, um, God. Whereas Elon Musk looks like a block of ham. 
And so I find it difficult to believe that, I mean, in a cage match, he could just like smother Zuckerberg to death, but I don't yeah. think he's going to outfight him. I'm reminded of that few drama quotes of like, why does Ross, the larger friends, not simply eat the other friends? And that's how I think the fight would go. Yeah, I just, every time I've seen pictures of Elon Musk, he he looks like somebody drew a human from memory. Yeah, particularly when he was, before he had his hair transplants. Then he really did just look like an incomplete person. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I don't want, I'm not in any way judging his appearance. Um, mm, you know, I think you should. Many of us, many of us look like blocks of ham, but also we aren't billionaires who are trying to arrange a cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I would, in fairness, totally cage fight Mark Zuckerberg if presented the opportunity, despite the fact that he'd probably on technicality win, but I would also on technicality kick him in the balls. I think, I think that's worth... okay in a cage fight. It's a cage fight. No, I, th- I think it's not, bo- it's not a boxing match. Like I'm pretty sure a cage fight, you can just like you can smack him over the back of the head with a chair. Um, you can put him through the commentator's table. Um, you kick him in the balls. It's all fine. Yeah, just, that checks out actually. No holes barred. Yeah, I would kick him in the balls so much. You kick it. I'd kick his balls off. Mm. I probably would. Then I keep kicking them, like juggle them, like tiny little footballs. He'd probably keep you happy with his testicles. I'd really, I'd cry about it. The problem with that is I'm really shit at football. I don't think that would matter. It's more about the spectacle than the technical capability. Yeah. Why are you proposing that we play football for your birthday if you're shit at it? Because we're shit at it too. Graham, how many things in life do you think I'm good at? Um. Hmm. Yeah. Very good point. (laughs) Uh. Skiing? I bet you're good at skiing. <laughs> I'm terrible at skiing. Oh, no. How are your tattoos? Oh, they're fine. Um, have, they just done the, have they just done the the outer bit, or have they done all of it? No, they've done all of it. Can Can we we have have healed? Yeah, yeah. Mostly, I can't swim for a few days. Yeah, um, hang on. Did really... you cry when you are having it done? No, it doesn't hurt that much. Oh. Light sobbing. Do 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 do. This guy's got his trousers off. This is fantastic. Excuse I've had today. Why has he stopped? This is the worst striptease I've ever seen. I'm not fucking stripteasing. I'm sending you a photo. Oh no! I want to see it now. I don't want to see a photo of it. I want to see it live. Might have been, yeah, the photo might have been doctored. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see it live, and I want you to see you scrub at it with a with a scouring pad as well. Because I no, I, and I, hold up a copy of today's paper while you're doing it. Because <laughs> I'm not saying that you would have faked it. I'm saying <laughs> that somebody who tattooed you could have just drawn it on in pen, and you wouldn't have known. <laughs> And then charged you three hundred pounds for it. Yeah, well, no, they didn't. Um, I haven't taken a photo of. The- Annoyingly, the, the two star ones are like in a nice location, but fucking impossible to see or photograph or anything. Right Did you get there. it on your? Oh, not on your balls. I was going to. No, <laughs> just on the, right on the. Easy. Do you need to have your Bellan tattooed? You could. It would be. You'd have to. You'd have to make a decision about what state you got it tattooed in, because otherwise it would be constantly distorted. 
I feel like one that like on it or something. As you, as you became aroused, it it changed into a different shape. And back it, in the box, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not doing right, it. If we, if we can get the money together from listeners for you to no. have your, your knob tattooed into a jack in the box, will you have it done? No. Go on. No. Or a lightsaber. Bet will do it. If we, if we bet Will, he wouldn't do that. I bet he'll do it. <laughs> you could get a crudely drawn cock tattooed on your penis. Yeah. That would be quite funny. Uh, well, congratulations for being tattooed. It, yeah. I find it astonishing uh, that you are the first of the four of us to have that done. And yeah, I'm very impressed with you for sort of getting yeah. around to I'll doing it. I'm photo of the two star ones soon as well. Let's know when you're getting the full pack done. No. I think there's a I danger that all... um, Dan will get addicted. People kept telling me, oh, you'll want to get more done. And I'm like, nah, that's enough. <laughs> I've sort of narrowed down what I want to four now. Um, just the number four. Just the number four. Yeah. <laughs> Two four on your chest. No, the the numbers is the eight eight. Um, <laughs> but I need to find out where to have it done. I need to figure out a design, and these are all things that require effort. That yeah, sort of loathe to put in. Um, yeah, so good. I, I will. I will get it done, and I've I've sort of sat on the idea of it and told people that I want to have it done for about a year now, and that feels like I haven't changed my mind. So it feels like something I will not have done, and immediately think, "Well, I wish I'd done that." Yeah, I mean, having a cock tattooed on my cock is something that. But yes, no. You just apparently you just need to find the right artist who's good at the thing that you want doing. Yeah, it's the thing is, like, I don't know. Talk. I don't know how to go about doing that. Apparently, Instagram's quite good for it. I'm yeah. going on fucking Instagram. It's just well, that adverts. is the problem. Most yeah. yeah. adverts, it's fucking unusable. Yeah. Um, right, Pinterest. If, if it's Pinterest, it'll just be like a tattoo of a way to organize my kitchen. Which might be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh. You'd be very reliant on um, staying in the same house for a long time if you did that. Mm, yeah, that's true. You get one of those the, the chopping boards that has like all the pie measurements and stuff on it, just on your back. That'd be quite handy, wouldn't it? I mean, not not like for you solo, but certainly in like a you know be useful for the Gemma. Yeah, like conversion charts with cups to grams and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Just ask you to strip off and... I, I can't imagine any circumstance in which Gemma would ask me to strip off. <laughs> After what happened I last need, time. I need to know how many grams in a cup. Get yeah. them off now. <laughs> it's, it's just not worth the hassle of, of me... Stripping off. <laughs> uh, I was sort of running out of steam again. Yeah. We've been going for an hour. It's, uh... yeah. And we even managed to keep the boring event planning off the actual episode for once, which is an improvement by our standards. 
There's nowhere in Stratford upon Avon that you can buy a, a ploughman's. I'm sure I don't believe that. That's that a very name. bold claim. It's it is a very bold claim, um, but I stand by it hundred percent. I've looked at the menu of every pub on Google Maps within the Stratford area, and none of them have got um, a ploughman's on. So I don't really know what to do. Well, I'm on a website of the best ploughman's lunch in Stratford-upon-Avon. Oh, wow. Okay. So number one is Hathaway Tea Rooms and Bakery. I'm going to a fucking tea room. That's not really... It's got to be a pub, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, Number two is the Bell Inn in Welford-on-Avon. Well, I don't think that's Stratford-on-Avon, is it? No. No. Uh, and I'm, I'm not even sure if these actually do have ploughmans. I don't know how they've worked it out. Um, the Imagine Bell Older Minster. Again, that doesn't sound like Again, in, in that's not even That's not even upon Avon. Mm. Uh, there's a tea room. The Old Thatch Tavern is in Stratford-on-Avon. Right. But does it do... I mean, it's on the list of the best places to get a ploughman's lunch. Was it the Thatched Tavern? That name rings a bell, I think. I looked at that one. The uh, website doesn't ring any bells. Let me just download a PDF of the menu. So they have starters. They have soup of the day with crusty bread. Hey, let's play a game. Hey, soup of the day. Uh, how much do you think that would cost? Uh, soup of the day, of so pub? a crusty bread. Is this a gastro pub? Is it a village pub? Is it a? It's called the Old Thatch Tavern. It's a Fuller's pub. Um, I'm going to say the seven... licensee is Isaac Bramble. I'm going to say seven quid for soup of the day. He's bang on seven quid. He knows his soup. Uh, mini camembert topped with honey, garlic, and rosemary served with crusty bread. Higher or lower, Daniel? Higher. You're right to go higher. It's eight pounds. And then creamy garlic mushrooms baked with brie served with crusty bread. Higher or lower? Surely it's someone else's go now. No, it's you. You, you keep going until you've... Uh... Oh, uh, lower. Embarrass yourself. You're, you're lower. You're right. It's seven pounds. Uh, then breaded chicken goujons served with barbecue sauce, higher or lower than seven? Higher. Correct, £7.50. Uh, white bait, fried until crispy and dusted with paprika, served with homemade tartar sauce, higher or lower than seven fifty? Higher. It's a trick question, it was seven fifty. You're out. Oh. You got uh, one, two, three, four, five points. Well done. Yes. Chris, you're up. Uh, so on to the traditional pub classics. Uh, we're starting with British fish and chips, fillet of fresh haddock, encased in a homemade beer batter, served with chips, homemade tartar sauce, and mushy peas. How much do you think that would cost? Uh, I think higher. No, you have to go for the price to start with. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, £14.50. Fucking hell, you're on the menu, aren't you? 
No. <laughs> wow. That's exceptional. It's fourteen fifty. Okay. Uh, cottage pie, homemade with one hundred percent British minced beef, topped with mashed potato and baked golden brown with cheddar cheese, served with seasonal vegetables and homemade gravy. Do you think higher or lower than fourteen fifty? I think it should be lower because fish is fancy. It's the same fourteen fifty. Oh. So that I just so, go to the next one. I'm not out, am I? If it's the same. No. Okay. I mean, technically, yeah, that's, that's if I'd have said lower, it would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah. You could have said it's the same. Yeah, it's really it's really bold when you're playing higher yeah. or lower to say it's the same. Okay, uh, pie of the day. A slice of homemade pie in a buttery short crust pastry uh, served with seasonal vegetables, homemade gravy, and a choice of chips or mashed potatoes. Higher or lower than fourteen fifty. Well, I think if it's of the day, it should be lower. It's not. It's fifteen pounds. Oh. Okay, so I'm definitely uh, out now. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see what Adam can do off the grill. So, oh, there's no plowmans in the traditional pub classics. So, I guess it must be in off the grill. Uh, they just put it in the wrong section or something. Well, I found uh, a Adam, menu for them that does have the plowmans on there. So it's maybe where? a lunchtime thing. They uh, don't have a lunchtime menu. They have main menu, Sunday roast, or desserts. Where did well, you find this menu? Well, this is a, in. Um, this is well. In fairness, this is a menu for the old Thatch Tavern from November the twenty second, twenty twenty. Okay, mine is from January twenty twenty three. Right. So yours is more recent. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Adam, you've got five to beat. There are four items in off the grill. Uh, start with what do you think is the price for a hunter's chicken it's a grilled chicken breast baked in a barbecue sauce topped with bacon and melted cheese served with chips and salad i'm gonna say 15 pounds we didn't have a clean sweep of good of correct guesses that's 1550 from 1550 thatch burger chef's handmade 100 percent british beef burger with relish and mixed leaves served on a big bun with chips from I'm gonna say lower. It is lower. It's fourteen fifty, but you could add bacon or cheddar for one pound each. So I would have given you higher as well. <laughs> assuming that you added both of those things, and I would have given you the same, assuming you added only one. So that was your wild card. What about a thatched tower burger? That's chef's handmade hundred percent British beef burger with bacon, cheese, relish, mixed leaves, and a stack of homemade onion rings served on a big bun with chips. And is that higher or lower higher. than fourteen fifty, fifteen fifty, or sixteen fifty? <laughs> it would be insane if it's not higher than the regular yeah, burger. Right, it is higher. It's seventeen pounds. <laughs> and then finally, to win the game, uh, eight ounce sirloin steak, hundred percent British sirloin steak, cooked to your liking, served with chips, homemade onion rings, grilled tomato, and mushroom. Choose between homemade blue cheese or peppercorn sauce. Do you think that's higher or lower than seventeen pounds? I'm going to say higher. Yeah, it's the easiest question so far as 21 quid. It's a steak, fuck's sake. Well, yeah. Higher and also. Well, anyway, they don't have. Um, a, a but they did have two years ago. Okay. So what. Yeah, but that was, uh, that was uh, pre COVID when you could get plowments. It's just not possible these no, days. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was November 2020. So it was. It was oh, it was. Mid- right in lockdown. Well, they must, they must get real been, food. It must have been, yeah, it must have been the like the, the dregs of their Blauman supplies before they finally ran out. What on earth was relaunching their menu in 2020? 
That's insane. Well, they've relaunched their menu since. Yeah, well, yeah, but you, oh, I just, but I assumed that. Okay, when you said it was um, the menu from 2020, I assumed that was when it was when it was. It could have just been a revision. It doesn't have to yeah. have been a. Oh, just when it was when it was. Um, That's just when, when it somebody was published. Took it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, any other plowman's rumors that we'd like me to? Um, I'd like you to follow up in the promising lead on the Mason's Arms. Okay. Mason's Arms, Stratford. Hang on a minute. That says lying within the village of uh, Longmaston. It's not in Stratford. That's fucking miles from Stratford. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that said, I would I would commute. <laughs> oh no, the. Pages of 404 error. Ah, oh, there we go. Uh, menus. Fuck off. Subscribe for offers and updates. Has anybody ever allowed a website to send them notifications? Nope. No. I don't, I don't think that even works. I don't think it would do anything. I think that's just a... No, it works. You get, like, annoying pop-ups. Oh, well, their menu is just a blank CDF. <laughs> Yeah, I found that. <laughs> so, so maybe. That's unverified. No, I just didn't give it long enough to load. It must be a very complex PDF. Oh, mine's <sighs> arrived now. Okay, right. Uh, it's not under starters. That's not, not under to share. Uh, I mean, how would you have a plan on ones to share? More st- stuff? Uh, what? I don't I think a plowman's lends itself very well to sharing. Yeah, all the components. And it has a message like board. Of it, yeah. So perhaps it's somebody a very got confused. big menu, isn't it? There's a lot on here. Burgers, pizzas. There's no plowman's. Oh, God. It's just loaded page two. They do Yorkshire wraps, though. No. Plowman's wrap. Unless they've put it under veggie. No, no plowmans. Another dead end. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I'd like Um, you to investigate um, the pen and parchment, because I think that's a very good name. That's a good name, isn't it? No, not until we know where we can get a plowmans. Oh. Right, how are we going to have a plowmans in Stratford if we can't? Homemade. It's, it's not it's, the same. You can't have it? a homemade plowman. If, if Dan made us all a plowman, that would probably scratch the itch for me. But you can't yeah, do it yourself. I'll, I'll do that. I'll even try and re- recreate one of the famous crisp packet plowmans. That was uh, one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> um, okay. No plowmans on starters, nothing on sharers. It's not going to be in burgers, is it? Pub classics. I feel like you're Lunchman, a plowman's burger. Someone's got to have done that, surely. They're so close with Hunter's Chicken. It's it's literally the same ballpark, isn't it? It's a profession and a food. <laughs> I guess I don't know. So I see where you've gone with that. Yeah, I think you've stumbled no. across a really bizarre thing. That yeah, why no, there are no there are no plowmans, plowmans in Stratford. This is yeah. like this is like something you would get on a um on an episode of Doctor Who. 
it's like something you'd get just on thinks everything's of D.I. Exactly Robbins. the same as our version of reality. And then yeah. just the longer he spends around lunchtimes in pubs, he starts thinking <laughs> there's something slightly off here. And it slowly dawns on him with horror that he's never seen anybody just with a just with a plate of stuff thrown together with Yeah. And one day he asks somebody for a ploughman's and suddenly like the shutters slam down <laughs> and uh, the Daleks come out and he realizes it's just a simulation. Well, I will investigate pubs slightly further afield because yeah, I'm happy to commute for a for a ploughman's. Um, Do you know who's not going to like a ploughman's? Oh, Hayden doesn't like anything. (laughs) Hayden can do one. I want a fucking ploughman's. Is it like an investment bankers? He'll say that cheese is is just uh, uh, an inefficient version of milk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait too long for it. He'll point out that it was invented by the cheese borders if that's in any way ah, makes it worse. But we can come back at him and say, not true. Yeah. Say, not true. Actually, um, it was popularized by the cheese board, but there's references back hundreds of years referring the to the Doomsday Book, isn't there? Well, I'm going to have to re-listen to the, re-listen to the podcast where it says, yeah. Man killed by plowmans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really no joyous if in... you can trick a pedant into saying something pedantic and then and then uh out pedant them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's the sort of reverse QI them. And they're yeah. saying actually technically there's nothing there's no such thing as a fish. You go, ah, actually there is such thing as a fish because I've fucking seen one, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that thing is swimming over there, you prick? Of course there's a fucking fish. Idiot. And they can't come back at you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that point, they're just looking at you. Please, you made it very clear that you will not listen to reason. <laughs> just, they just write it off as a bad job. Then the children at the party start crying. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, you says, have to have a zero tolerance have a approach to pedants. Because of what Daddy says. <laughs> Oh, I just flopped all over my screen. <laughs> I'm need tissues up in it. Oh, that's the worst problem. <laughs> I'll, deal with that in the morning. I'll deal with that in work hours. <laughs>